Hi, everyone. Welcome to Timeless People with Rose. I'm your host, Rose Gutierrez, and I'm bringing you stories to get you motivated to go out there and pursue your passions one story at a time. Today, I have the great pleasure to chat with a friend of mine who I met over social media during the pandemic. His name is Richard A. Delgado. He's an author and he's an illustrator and much more than that. And I'm going to let him talk and tell you what he's up to. Hi, Richard. Welcome to mi casa. Hi, Rose. Uh, well, muchas gracias. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for bringing me on board on your on your amazing show. Um, I've connected with you on social media, and it's been a pleasure, you know, looking at your posts. Uh, it's very inspiring. So I'm very, very honored to, uh, you know, have the, uh, the invitation to be part of your show, of course, as a guest, to talk a little bit what I do, and hopefully it motivates people for sure. Basic information about me, of course, just so you know, I am Mexican, Mexican, born in, born in Monterrey, Mexico. There you go. Viva Mexico. Viva Mexico. <laughs> he knows. Um, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so I was born there, but I was raised in Houston, Texas for about 25 years. And then I moved out to L.A., which I currently live right now uh, with my beautiful wife. Uh, and I'm here for the past, I've uh, been here for the past three years or so. Uh, chasing my career as an artist and for the longest I've been um, a bit a writer, uh, illustrator, a visual development artist. I have a master's degree in, in visual development so I, I made sure I went to uh, school for that as well. It's not about just thinking that you're just a natural talent. It's good but a little bit of education will be, wouldn't hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah uh, just uh, obviously um, I can't think of the fact that last year still affects us all. And I, you know, we, it was a tough year. So I think um, last year was the toughest year I've ever had. And everybody can relate to me. You know, it was hard to, uh, you know, try to keep yourself composed and keep yourself proactive and inspiring. But I think we all pulled through. I think we all did really well. And for the main, for the most part, I think I, I, be, I would really sincerely Thank God above all else, because uh, I, he kept me grounded during that time period. And he made me feel like, you know, you were so busy before that you didn't have that much time to do a lot of things that you wanted. So now take advantage of the things that you, know, you can do right now. And I think he put me back on the right route that I should be focusing more on my artistic career. So been writing, been drawing a lot more. I'm just very happy. Uh, where we're at right now so I'm just trying to push to create my own future productions so that's what I'm out here for and inspire other people and uh, uplift my own home country <laughs> wonderful wonderful um, I know you have um, a novel out right talk to us about that absolutely it's uh it's called The Newborn and it's a fiction novel it's it's based about about vampires and it, it's, it's actually part of a big universe that I'm developing as we speak. So it's going to be about, there's werewolves, there's witches, there's mystical creatures. There's things that, that bump into the night that people don't realize that they're there. But it's, it's, it's like the underworld in a sense, you know. Um, but this first novel is only based on about vampires. And in this novel, I'm giving uh, the view of a vampire's perspective, you know, everybody thinks that they're pretty boys or, or they're all, you know, 
they're out to marry somebody or they're 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 falling in love with someone else or a mortal or something like that. No. And my point of view in my book, they're very fearless, powerful, beautiful immortals. You know, they 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 keep their some themselves secret from society and from the rest of the world, but uh, they have like a purpose that they all live for. And in the first book, it gives you that I that visual or that idea of what it feels like to be in their dark world. And it's it, it follows the story of Leonardo. He's the main protagonist of my book. And I think he's he's really probably the main character of the entire thing. And I, I don't want to spoil it, but okay. um, he's one of the biggest ones that I think I've, I'm happy to have written about. But uh, right now, this novel is having a sequel, sequel slash prequel. So I'm working ah. on that. Because people have been asking me how it's coming along and everything like that. If you're very familiar with the uh, Enter the Vampire mm-hmm. by Anne Rice. Yes. Uh, Anne Rice, did... yes, of course. There you go. There you go. So her her story is kind of giving you the the um, the idea of the perspective of a vampire's, uh, you know, horror or, or the way he feels about the world. You know, it's not about just about having powerful abilities and whatnot. So you feel really relating, relating to that person, to that vampire, and kind of understand what they're feeling and, and what they have to go through. This book right here is inspired by that. So I'm trying to bring back that essence, that dark tone vampire mm-hmm. that we all loved and missed for many years now. So that was like the whole purpose of the first book, to introduce that again. Got it. So you mentioned Anne Rice. and. Where do you predominantly pull your inspiration from for this particular piece? Uh, I would say it has to be her works, you know, because when I was a kid, I remember my siblings watching the Interview with the Vampire, the film adaptation. Mm-hmm. At that time, I didn't know too much about the books, of course. I just knew what I was watching. <laughs> and I remember that movie scared that the the heck out of me because I was a little kid you know I was watching you know vampires and whatnot and but then as I grew older I kind of became very fond of her work more I became I became more knowledgeable of what she was doing and and the stories that she was talking about and she was telling everybody and obviously I saw Queen of the Queen of the Damned uh, and then others uh, the books that she's written a little uh, you know, the past, I think the most recent one was the communion or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood communion. It's already out, I believe, or Prince Lestat. Uh, but I grew up watching and knowing all that work from her. So it was it was great for me to to kind of sit down and remember what really inspired and what I liked about her stories, especially the movie. Because I'm a very visual guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we artists are visual. Mm-hmm. So as I was writing, I I was thinking my I was thinking to myself, what would she write or what kind of like um, you know essence of classical vampires would she appreciate if she were to read my book nowadays? You know, like she knows about everything that's been going on. You know, we have vampire diaries and other stories, mm-hmm. but I wanted to write something that someone like her would appreciate if she ends up reading it. Hopefully she ends up reading it. Hopefully she might. She have will, that. Richard. She will. <laughs> yes. So, and this is also for the new generation. Uh, that also inspired me. Is the fact that I think this is what the new generation of vampire fanatics mm-hmm. are wanting to have in their bookshelves, nice in their collections. So, 
you know, I just want to make sure that I, I would bring back that, uh, that mythology back to them, mm-hmm. something that they love and would cherish forever. And at least to anticipate for the rest for, for years to come, because there's more like about nine books. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to write about nine books for this series. For so that, for this particular series. Exactly. For the Italian, wow. for the universe. That's- there, there will be books that are not really in order. They'll be mm-hmm. going back and forth depending on the time timelines, okay. but it all fits together. Got it. But yeah, so I'm trying to build something very big that vampire lovers and people that would so appreciate this are anticipated to look into and in reading soon again. Wonderful. More to come. When you wrote this piece, did you have in mind that you were going to write other stories? Nine books. Yeah. Did you (laughs) know that? I began when I was 19 years old or 20 years old writing the first book. And honestly, I I just kind of wanted just a one standalone kind of book. Okay. But then as I was, as time went on and, you know, the more I I started to think about the, the universe that I was building and the characters I was writing about, I started asking me, asking myself questions. I was, I was like, wait, what if they have more history? What if they have thousands of years of existence? You know, these are immortals, you know, why not try to build a universe with more characters, more memorable moments and, and everything like that, that people will fall more and more in love with, who knows? And so I wanted to, I felt like I wanted to contribute to the, to the genre community. And so that's where I, like, maybe two years later, after I wrote the first book, um, that's when I decided to say, okay, yeah, I think I will definitely do a series. And I'm going to come up with like nine books. And I actually start outlining all the, all the books that I, that I wanted to write about. So um, it's been a very, very interesting, exciting journey just to have in mind that I have so many things I want to write about. But it all started because... I just wanted to contribute. You didn't finish it during the pandemic. It was already you released it during the pandemic. The first book, uh, that one was released fall of 2018. And then I began outlining the rest of the other books. Last year, I, wa- I did finish. I did, con- I, I, did, I did started my next book, which is the second novel, which is not part of the vampire series. It's a total different thing. And uh, this was more based on the Bible. Uh, it's about creation and the fallen angels and the good angels. Um, it, it takes place in Genesis. And so wow. it's a different, a different thing. It's, it's, this would be more uh, towards probably like Christians or, 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 or people that love mythology. Uh, I would still consider it fantasy, obviously, but, mm-hmm. but um, it's just based on the, the, what we know about Genesis and creation. But I wanted to put in some new details on something that people would say, okay, well, what if, you know, this happened and and whatnot a long time ago. So I began doing that during the pandemic and that took me about 11, 11 months to finish. So that's probably my biggest book. However, it's about approximately 300 pages long. Okay. Wait, which one is that? What's the name of that one? This one's about the angels. I haven't released the title yet. The second book is a total different ball game. It's, it's, okay. about the angels. it's not about the vampires, but then mm-hmm. after that one was completed, I believe it was March of this year. Mm-hmm. I began writing the prequel and the sequel of the first book, which is the, the second book of the vampires. Okay. So as we speak, I'm writing the sequel. 
Okay, so you have two novels out. One has, you, as we speak, you're writing the sequel, right? Yes. Say the name so everyone in the audience knows the name of the two books, the two pieces, the ones that you already released, of course, the names too, because I know you have some stuff that you still haven't released. Of course. Uh, well, the first book that's already been released mm -hmm. is The Newborn, but mm -hmm. the other two have not been released though. Okay. They're not published yet. The, the second book is actually still in revisions. Uh, it hasn't been out to be published yet. And currently I'm working also on the third novel, which is the second novel, which is a sequel of the first one. And it hasn't been published yet, of course. Oh my gosh, you're so busy. And then on top of that, you have a, you have a day job, a survivor job, right? Yes. And a family, and you still find time to chase your passion. How do you balance yes. all of that? You know, it's very hard, I'll tell you this. It's not easy, but when you have the passion and the drive to do something different that you feel like you want to be an inspiration to others and to, you know, um, tell a story, that many people, many people will love or appreciate. It just gives you that fire to do what you do. And you love it. You, you love the fact that you're doing something that could make a difference in someone's life or in a positive way, of course. Um, that's one thing I do wanna explain real quick. Just because I'm writing a vampire book, I am not like a dark evil person, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Cause we all know that, you know, they're not good, people you know we all know that they're monsters so thanks for clearing that up yeah <laughs> that's a good segue to go to your illustrations which right. I had the pleasure of looking over and I was blown away you're so talented and I'm not just saying no, that I, and I, when I you. saw the first pieces I can't remember because it was it was like last week sometime so mm. my brain is like but when I saw the first pieces, I sort of went to when I was a kid and when I used to read to my kids where the wild things are. Where do you get the inspiration for the illustrations? Because for the audience, you have to check out this man's artwork. It is amazing. Uh, thank you, Rose. Thank you. I appreciate it. It has to come from uh, the influences of some of my heroes, for example, um, Miyazaki-san from Studio Ghibli. Uh, mm -hmm. not sure, I'm sure many of you have heard of him. He's behind the creations of the masterpieces, um, the Prince, uh, Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away. Uh, you know, to my neighbor Totoro. He's like the Japanese Dis Disney in a sense. Ah, he's, like a, he's like a living right. legend in the animation industry as okay. we speak. So yeah, he, he's, a, he's, he's a phenomenal artist and uh, he influences me a lot. Um, not in person, unfortunately, but through virtual and learning about his story, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, obviously, Walt Disney, of course. Every artist in America or even most, most artists in the world know who he is. Okay. And, you know, we want to be someone like him. So mm -hmm. definitely, I would say Walt Disney is one of my inspirations. I would also would have to give a big shout out to a friend of mine, actually, that I've I've come to be very fond of, of his work recently, um, especially when he made the book, uh, the movie, his movie called The Book of Life, uh, Jorge, Jorge Gutierrez. Uh, he's a I say last name? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. No, but he's a phenomenal uh, Latino director and, and his uh, movie called The Book of Life is a phenomenal animation movie. So anyone who loves the Dia de los Muertos, the mm -hmm. Day of the Dead, kind of history or mythology or the, yes. that would be a very good movie to go watch 
I, I recommend it. So, I'm going to write yes. it because I know about El Dia de los Muertos. Yes, of course. Exactly. There you go. But you should definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. And then I also would recommend Coco, uh, Coco. Pixar. Okay. Okay. Pixar's Coco. Wait, uh, is that then, his also? No, that is actually a, a different director. It's from Pixar Disney. Okay. And Jorge, he, he did his, his own you know, first movie about that. He was the first one that did that. His movie is called The Book of Life. Okay. It's a phenomenal animated movie. And after that, I began to follow his works and his background and everything. And it just reminded me that, you know, it brings me back to knowing who I am. You know, yes, I want to write books. Yes, I want to do illustrations. I want to do movies. I want to do stories. But I also want to pay homage to my culture, to my people, you know, because I was born in Monterrey and even though I was raised in the U.S., you know, um, Mexico to me is my home country. And, you know, even though I was only I was only there for nine months when I was born, I wasn't technically raised in Mexico, but that's where my blood is. That's my people. So every time I write something or I try to incorporate some elements of, of my culture, I think about that and, you know, push forward to uplift my own countrymen to showcase the entertainment industry that we Latinos are here to stay. You know, we're making a difference, too. And we're good people. We're not bad hombres. <laughs> so that's kind of like my drive, too. That's and we, what have, I've and we have with. buying power, too. We buy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's a cater to us too. <laughs> that's wonderful. That that's thank you, so thank wonderful. You guys, you guys. So you mentioned movies and uh, writing. So what are the projects you have in the works? Right now, I actually began a little small production with my colleagues from college. Uh, it's it's a fun. It's been really exciting for the past few weeks because uh, we've been trying to develop a mini trailer to pitch my sci-fi series called The Galacticals which is a script that I, uh, I, I, I wrote about, uh, I would say actually it was last year too. I wrote it during the pandemic, uh, before the pandemic actually, it was December of 2019, I believe. And then I submitted it to screenplay competitions throughout last year. And thankfully to God, I was able to become a semi-finalist of one of the screenplay competitions. So I was very, very happy because it was my first time submitting a script to a competition ever in history. And just to be notified that I was a, a quarter finalist and then a semifinalist, wow. that was just, I mean, I didn't go full, I didn't go further, unfortunately, but I was just happy though. Wow. I mean, semifinalist is, it, it, to me, is like already a win right there. So um, that's when I began to know, okay, this really has potential. So my wife brought it up to my attention one night, she said, I think you start. You should start doing an animation or a trailer for your Galacticals because it's a very cool sci-fi series. It's a sci-fi series actually, and it deals with um, with outer space. You know, different planets uh, going coming together for some cool games or galactic. You know, it's it's a it's a. I don't want to be. I don't want to overtell too much because mm -hmm. again. I don't want to, I want to keep the mystery behind it, <laughs> but I'm telling you guys, uh, it's, it's for the kids. Anyone can watch it. And I'm just so excited to one day bring it out and do the own production, my own independent productions to do my own episodes. So everybody will enjoy it. 
and it's about humans versus aliens kind of deal. It's going to be super fun. That's, that's what we're going to, that's currently in the works right now as we speak to. And it's going to be all 2D. It's, it's going to be sequential design, but the cartoon will be 2D. It's not going to be 3D, but 2D, like the uh, 90s 2D classical feel to it, of course. That's the, what that's what I'm trying to aim for. Amazing. So I want to talk to the people that are out there and they have in mind that they want to write a piece and a piece they always wanted to write, or maybe they already wrote it and they don't know right. how to go about publishing it. Tell us what steps that someone can take that has a piece that they want published, they want to do it themselves. Absolutely. Well, uh, just to describe the both sides of the coin, uh, if you want to go the traditional route, which is, you know, submitting your manuscript to a publishing house, <clears throat> that's still in the table. It's not gone. Uh, however, I heard that it does take a long time for them to just respond back to you or even to say a yes or possibly even a no. You know, most people get disappointed, unfortunately, because they get out of no's and they, they waited for six months, almost a year for a response. But it's there. Uh, if you want to take that route, you can definitely do that. Um, <clears throat> or if you just want to make sure that you're going to get your book published, regardless, you will go to the self-publishing route, which that's what I think technology and the internet nowadays, because now it made it more easier for, for authors to publish their work publicly without needing the traditional way. So uh, when I found out about that, I was just so happy. And that's how I published my first book. And like I said, it's been since 2018. It's been a phenomenal. So I, I suggest anyone who wants to publish a book, you want to make sure that it's out there. Self-publishing will be your best bet. And uh, you can Google self-publishing companies and go for the highest rating one, the one that's more popular the one that has more positive reviews and whatnot. I went with Ludo.com uh, back in 2018 because that's the time period when they were still one of the top ones. They're still pretty good right now, of course, but uh, their services changed a little bit. But Gatekeepers is probably my next one that I'm going to go with for the upcoming novels. So it's called Gatekeepers. You can go either route, like I said. There, there's no limits, but it's going to be taking a long time if you go to the traditional route. But self-publishing, I would recommend more for any authors who want to get just their book out there. And it's possible to do it today. You can do your marketing. You know, you have you can spread the word of mouth, uh, do your social media marketing, you know, build your own Instagram, your Facebook page, talk about your book, uh, you know, do podcasts mm -hmm. or do articles, you know, get interviewed by magazines. By which, magazines. I noticed that you were interviewed by a few magazines. Also. Oh, yes. I am just I was just happy to see my articles. It's so um, like I said, that's so wonderful. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's very amazing how, you know, when you see your article and your, in, in your bio and everything, it just makes you feel like, okay, you're in the right route here. <laughs> so any authors, any artists, you know, it's not impossible. So as long as you, you know what you're doing, you, you know what you're striving for, you can do anything. There's no limits. Don't take no for an answer. Just go get it. And my per personal view, because this is where I, the way I live, I always put God in every decision I make. So non-believers, believers, I'm telling you, if you have someone like God in your life, everything will fall in order. Nothing will be chaotic.
I'm not saying it's a perfect life. I mean, it's going to be hard. There'll be tests. But as long as you have faith and you have him first, everything will, will be good. Wonderful. Yeah, truly believe that. So you mentioned that you promote yourself, you know, there's articles and, and you did that. And that's how I met you. I believe if you can be able to, you know, market yourself, why not? I think it's fun. Um, it can be a little bit stressful because you have to figure out, okay, what day I'm posting this, what day I'm posting that, or what I'm going to be talking about, what am I going to be showing? Uh, but I mean, it's, it's a fun thing to do and it keeps you proactive and it keeps your mind, you know, going, of course. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it's a really good thing for people to start doing more often. What you're saying, Richard, it's, you know, it keeps you proactive. You're so right about that. And, and versatile. Yeah. And versatile. And with me, I found the same thing because I'm doing the same thing. You learn so much in the process. Yes, also absolutely. You learn so much about yourself and about the business and it's mm -hmm. trial and error and you make a lot of mistakes. Oh and, yeah. You know, and sometimes you make mistakes and you're scared and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. But you know what? You just keep pushing forward and you keep like, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to keep doing it. And you just keep pushing forward. And, and I, Exactly. And another thing I also want to point out, the cool thing about marketing yourself and talking to other people and, and letting them know who you are and whatnot is that you make them feel like it's a personal thing. You know, they're getting to know you. They're not getting to know a robot. They're not getting to know somebody who's acting to be you. You know, because um, I'm not sure how celebrities, you know, A-time celebrities do it nowadays. Uh, I'm sure they probably mostly handle their own social media accounts. But I think there was a, in the beginning or for a while, for a long time, all their social medias, I'm sure they were all handled by their assistants or someone that was not even them. And, you know, it's kind of like a little bit down about that because you're thinking, well, oh, I got a message or I got a reply from my favorite actress or actor. And, but then again, you never know if that was actually her or him or it was their assistant. And, you know, that actor doesn't really know you, unfortunately. <laughs> but the cool thing about you doing it is that you're reaching out to these people. You're reaching out to your fans, to your followers. They're getting to know you. And for them to, to say and ask me, because there was one time I had a, a follower who asked me, am I speaking to the Richard, like the, the actual author? I'm like, of course, yeah, this is me, you know. Um, this is not an assistant. I, I don't have uh, the money to pay for an assistant. So you're, you're getting me right Yet. now. <laughs> yeah. So you're talking to the actual me. So they were like excited about that. They're like, oh, I have some questions. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So it, it, it kind of really feels very personal. You know, it's very cool to have that connection with people, even though you don't know them. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of good to let them know that you're not a robot for sure. You're, you're a person too. It's nice to the fans to connect with the actual person that they're looking exactly. to. <laughs> yeah. So tell us your social media. This way everyone knows where to find you and how to find you. I know you have some t-shirts out also. Aha. Uh -huh. uh, speaking of t-shirts, exactly right here. I'm That's actually cool. wearing. Oh, uh, that is so cool. There you go. Wow. Okay. And which, which novel is this from, Richard? Uh, this is actually from The Newborn, uh, the first book. Okay. And the three there i have like four designs for t-shirt designs on my on my website okay. so uh everybody can google uh or go to www.theancientchronicles.com okay. you will you can check out what i'm writing about by, by my series you can check out my t-shirts that i've designed these are actually i designed these my brother prints them out 
So they're custom made. So we go by order. So anybody who wants a t-shirt, just drop by a little message on my social media and I'm, I'll get it for you. There Actually, there are some links in the website too if you want to. But if you want to make it more personal, you can always contact me and I'll place the order for you. There you go. And uh, there's different sizes, of course. It's a it's very good fitted shirt. Uh, and you will also find that you can get an ebook or a paperback of my book, The Ancient Chronicles. So uh, definitely go check it out on my website, www.theancientchronicles.com. And you can follow the Instagram page, which is the underscore ancient chronicles. And if you want to follow me on Instagram too, my personal artist page is Richie with the Y underscore Axel, A-X-L. Okay. And my animation studios, it's rad, R-A-D underscore animation studios. Okay. And same thing on Facebook. On your Instagram page, there's links to everything, correct? Because that's yes. what I found everything when I was. I, it, it should be on there. So it should be easy. Yeah, for I found everything when I, on your main page. Yeah. Yes, so and I'll, and I'll put the links below. So everyone has them and follows you. You're doing amazing work. Thank, thank you so you, much for you. coming on. Any other words of advice you have for the listeners that you want to say? Uh, put out um, a word of advice, just uh, don't give up. Uh, never let no one, again, tell you that you cannot do it. You know, it doesn't matter your background, your, you know, your heritage, just as long as you stay focused in your dreams and you have to drive, keep your passion lit up you know, always look at movies, read books, you know, do some, watch something that it, that it's related to your own dream and keep yourself optimistic and charismatic and always think outside the box, you know, you know, don't be always in your comfort zone, you know, try to do things that you're not so comfortable with because you never know where it may lead to and network. Networking is very important in this industry. So you never know who you're going to meet. I didn't know I was going to end up meeting a beautiful Rose right here. So there you go. <laughs> and be on her show. So you never know. You know, be open, be social, um, but keep yourself be nice. Be nice. There you go. Be nice. Be nice. And be nice, please. Exactly. Be humble. And, be humble. Uh, and, um, a word of, I think I also, this also works out for me really well, but keep yourself a little bit mysterious. Um, don't over tell too much about yourself on your social media. Everybody has the tendency to post every once in a while, like every five seconds. But I suggest if you're an artist, keep the mystery, you know? <laughs> I like I like what you're saying. I like, I like that a lot um, because if you're an artist or even if you're a business person and you're using social media for work, then your personal stuff, try to keep it off of social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I post like for work. Don't use it for gossip. Oh, yeah. yeah. For cryptic messages or to attack other people and things like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. Don't, don't, let, let's not be cyber bullies or trolls or whatever they call it nowadays. Wow. So, yeah, let's not be those kind of people. You know, use your time wisely because we do have a short lifespan. And we got to do our best to be the better in the, the better ourselves every day. Well, we're yeah. here. That's right. Exactly. Be the best versions of ourselves, right? Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
so, so great chatting with you. This was so, I have to tell you, this was so like effortless and easy breezy. It was great to have it just being part of this. And uh, I appreciate your time and, and obviously bringing me on board. It's always great meeting new people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hopefully next time, who knows, we could be doing this again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to bring you on again because you're going to have so many other things to talk about. And I love supporting yeah. Latinos. There's more to come. I know. <laughs> Keep working. And I'm going to put the links below so you can follow him because he's doing so many amazing things. <laughs>